With the win over the Miami Heat, the Chicago Bulls have now won four out of the last five games and won six out of ten overall. The Chicago Bulls seem like they may be going on a bit of a run. We're going to talk about that, what that could mean for this team going forward in the playing race and dive into the mailbag, all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys right off the top can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And the Bulls got a dub last night against the Miami Heat. Despite letting the Heat go on a little bit of a run there, the Bulls led throughout. They won every quarter but the third quarter, and it was with a balanced attack. And, you know, love seeing uh, DeMar DeRozan having the game that he did, 10 assists in this game from DeMar DeRozan, 24 points, 5 assists. He played a very, very good game, excellent game in a lot of ways. Uh, Nikola Vucevic as well with 13 points, 10 rebounds. But Patrick Beverly going on just a Kobe-like just run of, of scoring at some point. He scored 17 points overall, uh, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. Patrick Beverly just... He was, he was he was lit. He was amazing. He was electrifying. He got the crowd in the game. He understand how to dictate and use his energy to do the things that he did. It was a great, fun game. Zach Levine also chipping in at 18 points. Uh, Kobe White with 18 points off the bench as well. And Patrick Williams with 10 points, all coming uh, for the Chicago Bulls in a game that was definitely balanced offensively. And the Bulls really were in the game defensively from almost the opening tip, right? Yes, they had that run that they allowed them to go on in the, in the uh, third quarter, losing that third quarter by 12 points. But other than that, the Chicago Bulls absolutely had a brand of defense that is indicative of playoff-type basketball, that is indicative of a team that is trying to go on a run and understand what's needed to get into this playing spot. This is what we like to see from this team. This is the way that we need to see this team play. It's always going to be, you know, especially when you have DeMar, Zach Vooch, all of those players have the ability to go off uh, for 20. But, you know, the fact that the, the night before on Friday, the big three did most of the heavy lifting, score, uh, heavy lifting scoring 109 points at 139 points. It was a much more balanced effort and our role players stepped up in a way that we needed to. But that defense, I'll tell you what, the defense that the Bulls is playing is just it's a fun brand of defense. Yes, the Miami Heat are struggling, um, but, you know, it is what it is. The Bulls took advantage. They play another uh, team that is going into the play-in for sure, unless they go and they lose a lot. A team that's been 5-5 five and five in their last 10, but a team that's way above them in the standings and has been for the majority of the season. This is how we need to see our Chicago Bulls team play. And if they can consistently play like this, that play-in, that doubt I have around the Bulls being able to make the play-in and things, that all comes becomes a little bit better. Like I said, especially when you have a player like Pat Bev, and, you know, I love Pat Bev and his quote after the game saying he's a 38% uh, career three-point shooter, but teams are going to keep leaving him open, and he's going to take keep shooting the shot. That's what we need to see from this team. This team's play is starting to match the, the words that they've been giving us all season. If that continues to happen, listen, the sky's the limit for the Chicago Bulls, and let's hope that this Bulls team is starting to truly unlock something and unlock just you know, maybe a little bit of grit, maybe a little bit of determination, maybe a little bit of an edge, I dare to say, from the Chicago Bulls that they may be developing over this. Now, we have a tall test in front of us coming in next week, which we'll talk about here before the end of the segment. But we got to overall, I'm, I was I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I thoroughly enjoyed it the way the Bulls played. And I feel like they are starting to play with that energy that we deserve to see all season. But luckily, they are definitely starting to play with it now. And let's hope that they can continue for this team as they march towards the plane. Now, this uh, in that run, the Bulls are also starting to show an ability to 
maybe combat some adversity, maybe better than what they have the last, I mean, well, over the course of the season, when you really look at the last handful of games for the Chicago Bulls, especially the last five, right? Yes, we lost one in there, not just looking at them because of their wins, but the Bulls are starting to be able, at least they're looking like they are like they can match runs. The, the way that the Miami Heat went on that run in the third quarter, there would have been several times early in the season that would have been it for the Bulls. They would have got down on themselves. The defense would have started uh uh, falling off they would have been started to jack up bad shots this Bulls team didn't do that they faced that adversity and came out with an even better defensive effort and what I'll say Billy Donovan coached a heck of a game as well he made adjustments after that third quarter defensively and offensively and learned to ride the hot hand that's what we need to see from this team when you look at it as well facing some adversity in that Minnesota game even in the Sacramento game they did lose that Sacramento game but this team is is starting to fight back against adversity better than what we saw at the beginning of the season, and if that continues along with a better brand of defense, with a better brand of offense as well, spreading the ball around, this can get dangerous for the Chicago Bulls in a positive way. They can be a dangerous team. Don't know if we're still, they, they've shown enough to even worry or think that they can really get out of that playing tournament quite yet. They need to continue playing it, but it's it's it, it definitely has helped the Bulls a lot um, and just my mindset around the team as well. When you look at the Bulls last night, 34 assists on 45 made baskets, getting that well over that 25 area we like for them to stay in they did have 10 turnovers but that was less than the Miami Heat with 13 turnovers we also had five offensive rebounds we took 34 three-pointers and hit 50 percent of those we had 17 of those that if this team can continue to play like that and DeMar DeRozan took four threes yet again and hit him at a 50 percent clip it really does change so much for the Chicago Bulls offense and let's see if it can continue and they can continue to face adversity in the way they have in the last handful of games. So what does this all mean? The Bulls now currently hold the 10th spot outright. They have a one and a half game advantage over the two teams below them, uh, the Pacers and the Washington Wizards. And, you know, the, while every team in this playing area has a pretty solid schedule coming up, if the Bulls can find ways to continually win, uh, they, they can maybe start building in some separation with these, with the other, uh, 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 over the other teams. I lost my train of thought there for a second over the other teams below them. And if they can continue to do that, then the sky's really the limit for the Chicago Bulls, albeit the play-in sky, not the playoff sky, but it's still it's still the limit for the Chicago Bulls. And if they can continue to just play this way and create that separation, we could be talking about a play-in spot. And so right now, uh, going into next week for the Chicago Bulls, we do have the day off today, but we have games against Philly, two games against Philly next week on Monday and Wednesday. And then we face uh, Portland on Friday and then the Lakers on Sunday. That's going to be a difficult week for the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls, you know, especially when you look at the Philly game, how especially if Embiid's playing, we just have not beat the Philadelphia 76ers when they have Embiid. Um, but I don't know if it's just me riding the wave of confidence. I don't know if it's rational confidence, recency, bias, whatever it is. But the way that this Bulls playing team is playing right now, I do trust that the Bulls can at least split with the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, they're going to have to come in with a great game plan. They're going to have to play hard with some grit, some determination. But if the Bulls can end up going, three and one or even 500 over the next week with the slate that they have it could definitely help the bulls in this playing race but they have to be locked in you no days off for the chicago bulls they have to everything that they do now has to be built around just playing harder than the team in front of them yes we're gonna have we're gonna play teams that have way more talent way higher skill better coach than we are but the bulls are gonna have to play through grit and determination and if they can do that i may be changing my tune on thinking that the bulls are gonna make the play and turn it but that's all right enough for me on that let's go ahead and get into the voicemails for today uh this first one this one's from mark what's up hayes marvin 
Uh, first, I want to start off by saying nice, gritty game tonight. We got it done tonight. Win or lose, I mean, winning the game is all in my guys. If we were down, if we were up big and let them come back, but we ended up stretching the lead out. So I'm going to speed it up because there are a couple of things I want to say. I want to address some of the teams that are currently right behind us and right in front of us. And um, and then we'll start off by addressing the Indiana Pacers because they actually had a tiebreaker against Washington. Now, Indiana actually has a pretty decent, not easy, not easy schedule, but they got quite a few road games and with the next one being against Charlotte, then Toronto, Boston, Atlanta. The reason I'm bringing up Indiana is because they play Atlanta and they also play Toronto again. So hopefully somebody's got to lose one of those games. We all know that. Next up, I'm going to go with the Toronto Raptors. Listen, these guys are only a game and a half up on us. Um, they actually play tomorrow against uh, my uh, against Milwaukee and then Indiana. Another game that's, uh, of a team that's right by in us, and then they right you know right there with us, and then they end up the season on a four game road trip with two of the games in Boston. So hopefully we can get lucky on that one. Then I want to go over to Atlanta, and Atlanta is not a far fetch away from us guys. They only I think a game and a half or two games in front of us. Well, they got San Antonio, Detroit, Minnesota. And they actually play us and Washington down the stretch. And then last but not least, uh, I want to say us. You know, we got these two games against Philly coming up, guys. It's going to be two games. I mean, two tough games. But we actually have a game and a half cushion. So hopefully we can keep that up. I just want to leave that a little bit to let everybody know. Not only do we need to win, but the teams in front of us and behind us need to win also. So check those schedules, guys. Let's see how this thing works out. Just leave my voicemail, man, because we're getting hot, real hot, real heavy coming down the stretch. Hope these boys can pull this thing out, man. What you guys think? All right, so Marvin going over the Bulls' gritty win and the play in Racing Hills. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc what i say right yes the teams that are above us and below us have difficult schedules as well it's not getting easier for any team in this playing race and it really comes down to this is why i've said the bulls 
have that they own their own destiny. It's in their hands. When you look at the Bulls right now, with the remaining schedule, we have the 10th hardest schedule in the NBA. The Indiana Pacers have the 7th, right? That's another team that's above us. The Washington Wizards have the 15th. The Atlanta Hawks have the 14th. So again, the Bulls kind of sit in the middle there. They're going to have to find a way to keep winning, right? Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Shout out to Dory from Finding Nemo. If the Bulls can continue to do that, and they can, they can continue to win games, tough out games, and play better than the teams that are above and below them, they can make a playing race. But like I've been saying for a while, it's all in the Bulls' hands. Like, And I know that's easier said than done, right? You have, you have to fight hard and fight with that determination. But whereas I've had my doubts on if the Bulls are going to be able to play with the level of heart needed to go on the run that they need to go on, I'm starting to come around on that. The Bulls are starting to show signs of the ability to do that. It's just, can they do it consistently? Can they make it consistent? That's the biggest question surrounding this team right now. We'll see what it ends up doing. We'll see what the answer is. But shout out to Marvin for leaving that voicemail. All right, let's get into the next one. This one is from Auntie. You already know who it is. It's Goon. Hey, hey, what's the word? It's your Auntie Goon. You know what it is. Hey, hey, I only got one thing. Hey, bro, it was a good-ass game last night. The boys did what they had to do. I mean, they let the motherfucking go on the run, but they came back and took control of the game. But... I want to talk about Lonzo Ball in the offseason. Lonzo Ball just had three surgeries on his knee. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully in the offseason, we can see Lonzo Ball come back, you know, in 2024. But uh, I would love to see DeMar gone. He's gone. Kobe gone. And, and Billy gone. My, I'm sorry, y'all. My girlfriend won't play this goddamn music disrespectful. I just told her ass, okay? But anyway, um, I would like to see a change in this in this team in offseason. I mean, it was a good game there. But I get everybody cool level. I get everybody respect. You know, it was my good game. But shit, I liked it then. I did like it. But when the offseason comes, I just really like to see. I don't want to see the whole, the board change their whole demeanor or change the whole fucking get rid of everybody. I'm not saying that. But I got like six pairs on my hand that the boys can get rid of and change this motherfucker around and get Zach Levine some help. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, nice game. You know, the boys got told, I can't keep saying that we can keep this shit going so we ain't, we ain't got a chance going to the 60s. We, we got a chance finally playing and hopefully we can win some games we play in and make it to the eight seed then we could Trigger it out for then. But other than that, boys got bullet. We don't know when they're going to win the game. We don't know when. That going to show up. We don't know when Booch and DeMar going to show up. We don't know when the bench going to show up. I don't know. The, the bench back home, coach back home, the office back home, everybody just with the fuck shit. They, they the Chicago bullshit. No, I just, we just pray and hope. They win a couple more games so we can stay in the position being in the play so we can make it to the AC so we can do what the fuck we got to do. But if the Bulls come out, continue want to win this game and lose two, three games, it's, there's no hope. They're going to be right at home where the ball watching this motherfucker on TV. Let them keep on fucking around, doing what the fuck they want to do, and Two games, three games, they want to play good, good teams. They want to play as weak teams. Two, three games, these weak teams, they want to lose. They want to do this, they want to do that. Everybody want to grab that foul. 
The rules on the job down the court. That's why we can't get no motherfucking friends with it. So as soon as they get the ball, and I seen a couple of possessions when they got the ball, and they, they couldn't do that motherfucking head of court. And, and, All right, so. Um, I love what you said about taking care of business against the Heat, yes, and it feels good to have that win, but you get into the point that is the biggest question mark over the Bulls' head heading into this offseason, and that is what to do to change this roster significantly, but as well as Lonzo Ball. I already went over the options in two different vi uh, videos on what the Bulls can do to alleviate Lonzo Ball's contract in one way or another, whether it's the career-ending uh, uh, career injury exception or it's the disabled player exception. And that how that can give the Bulls extra tools to use in free agency. And one of those completely eliminating Lonzo Ball's contract and not counting against the salary cap. But outside of that, we need serious changes to this roster. I love that this roster is showing and playing with heart. Now, I don't necessarily agree with the players that 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 uh, Goon wants to see gone outside of DeMar DeRozan. But I do think that at the end of the day, regardless of whatever it is, right, everything has to be on the table for the Bulls. And if they're going to drastically improve this team and get, add the, the talent needed, right, because I just don't see this team doing another season of, hey, let's bring back pretty much the same team and we're good to go. I don't see that. It could happen. Maybe uh, uh, Acme tries to sell us on maybe bringing in a big-time point guard, moving maybe Alice Caruso or something and keeping the rest of the roster the same, especially with DeMar hitting more threes. There's a world in which they could try to do that, but I just don't expect it. We need sides. We need shooting. Um, and we have to modernize the offense in a meaningful way. And so it's really up to AK to sit down with Billy Donovan and them to come up with a plan together on not only the players that they want to go after, but make sure that they're bringing in players that Billy Donovan is actually going to use. That's my biggest thing here, right? Marco has tons of talent, but if you're not going to use them, you might as well open up that spot, right? We can no longer, we are not in the place of some teams to have pieces that we're not going to use, at least not right now. Now, we have to make some meaningful changes to improve this roster so we don't have another season like this. This season may be fun on the back end, especially if the Chicago Bulls do end up making a play-in, and God forbid if they do make it out the play-in tournament, it can be a fun end of the season. Some people are more or less hopeful for that, but it can be a fun season. The biggest question is, though, is that no matter what the fun we have, how are you going to make sure that we don't struggle through another tough season where it's just it just sucks, man, to just put it, I know that's not the most journalistic way to to put it this season has sucked and so hopefully we see that continue to evolve and we see ak and eversley go in and make the necessary changes to put a better team out on the court because not only do we deserve it ak deserves it billy donovan he's going to be the head coach deserves it. any coach who's going to coach deserves the best roster possible that they can get now it is up to them to use that roster but they still deserve to have the best roster possible and the players deserve it so we'll see what ak does we do need some serious changes with this team and we'll be getting the answers to that really not too long from now when you really look at it and think about it. So within the next three months, we'll start getting answers to what this Bulls team is really going to look like and what changes may be coming for this Bulls team. So we'll see what that means for the team. We'll see that what that means for the franchise. And hopefully, just hopefully, we're not struggling through another frustrating season like this one was. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's from Michael Korn. Hey, how you doing, Hayes? This is Michael Korn. Four out of five wins. Not too bad. Not shabby. Um, the test, this is the season right here against the 76ers. This is the season. Uh, Bulls can win both if they're mental. It's all about mental right now. Um, 76ers, I remember when Chamberlain uh, played with 76ers. This is when he first started following basketball. And Bulls, I had Norm Van Leer. Ted Bev is this generation's Norm Van Leer. It's great to see, man. Uh, go Bulls. Love the show. I listened a little bit to the dudes he had on yesterday. They were joyful, man. They were good. 
Uh, have a good one. Go Bulls. All right, Michael Korn. Now, the one thing that I do disagree, shout out to Michael Korn. I love Michael Korn, saying that it's all mental. I can't say that it's all mental. Mental does play a big part in it, especially when you look at the way that the Bulls do or don't face adversity. But skill map. And the Philadelphia 76ers are a way better team than we are. Let's just be clear here. As much as I'm a, a Chicago Bulls homer and I love my team, we have to be clear here. So, yes, the mental part is hugely important, but also is the execution. If you're going to beat teams that are better than you on paper, you have to fight. You, the mental part is important, but you also have to execute, right? You have to have a game plan. You have to be coached well. We have to do those things. These games against Philly, not necessarily ready to say it's going to dictate whether we make the play-in or not, but I tell you what, losing two games in a row after winning the games that the Bulls have four out of the last five, it's going to suck if it happens. Let's see if this Bulls team can split with the Philadelphia 76ers with Joel Embiid playing, man, like, that's just something we have not seen yet from this team and that I know many of us would love to see. So let's hope. Let's keep these Bulls team uplifted with the energy and everything that they've been showing us lately. It's an exciting time to be a Chicago Bulls fan, man. Um, but that's it for me for today. That's my time. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail like you heard on today's episode, the number to do so, 773 773- 270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.